Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. Well, Christy, it's another week into season 19, and I have a confession to make to everyone. I was totally wrong this episode. I predicted multiple Rachel breakdowns, and Rachel didn't cry a single time this episode. So, wow. I, I, I don't know what went wrong. Or what went right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Gabby with the tears this week. But before we get into things, do you have any news for us? No, just some speculation. I don't know if you want to discuss this now or later, but the whole Logan situation. Oh, boy. Uh, Well, we can can talk about it now. So as a slight spoiler, well, big spoiler, Logan is gone, everyone. Logan has left the building, the ship, the season, because... Apparently he has COVID or had COVID at the time. Uh, that's the part that I don't understand. Okay. Give us this speculation. So if he actually has COVID, he was on that group date with all the men mm-hmm. that afternoon. Yep. So all of them were exposed. Mm-hmm. Gabby's exposed. All the cast and crew are now exposed. And yet all the men are just allowed to like congregate at the group date. Later that night, Jesse walks in. There's no masks anywhere. There's no quarantine. The show goes on as normal. So, like, what's the deal? Did he actually have COVID? Because that doesn't, from a production standpoint, doesn't make sense. They would just keep going as if nothing has happened, have a rose ceremony the next day. Right, it is a little, uh, well, probably more than a little strange and a little weird. My only thought, and I again, I I don't know what their procedures are, but it seemed like if this is if this is the storyline we're accepting, it seems like everyone must have been tested, like rapid tested after the daytime portion, okay, right? Yeah, because. Then they were waiting around, waiting around, no Logan, no Logan. And that's when the the bomb dropped then. So I guess maybe if that is true, he tested positive that at that point after the daytime portion. And then they were like, okay, so th- we have to cancel the rose ceremony tonight and then retested everybody in the morning. I guess it's just if, I don't know, like if he did expose everyone, they wouldn't test positive that same day. Like it takes, what, a couple days at least to like percolate in your system. And I don't know. It's just people online are speculating maybe he didn't actually have COVID and there was some other reason he was kicked off. But nobody seems to know for sure. But I did think it was real fishy. I mean, he was determined to be villainous. Uh, or at least seemed to be determined to be villainous. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a little bit of a strange situation. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what the the standards and practices are right now in uh, production land for for COVID. I mean, I know some like scripted shows when they film an actor test positive and the whole production shuts down. So. I don't know. It's yeah, just I mean, weird. I mean, this isn't, uh, I mean, I guess it wouldn't have been relevant at that time because it filmed a while ago. But, I mean, the CDC just stated, right, that, like, if you're exposed, you don't have to quarantine. Yeah, I think I saw you, that. Yeah, unless you test positive. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's a, a little bit of a strange circumstance. Did he do some unspeakable, horrible thing? that got him booted from the show that they don't want to talk about? I, I don't know. Yeah, people are also pointing out that when Jesse went to talk to the guys at the now-canceled evening portion, he never mentioned COVID. No, no, he did not. 
No, he, he only mentioned said, COVID to Gabby. Yes, he said that there's been a situation. Yes, a situation with so, Logan. <laughs> why wouldn't he have just said COVID? I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to freak them out. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like it would be obvious to them if that was actually the case, right? Because I don't, I don't know what the deal is with their again with their COVID testing, testing and everything. But presumably, uh, they're they're not going to be testing every single day, are they? I I don't know what they're doing now. I know at the beginning of the pandemic when they were shooting this show, it was a lot of testing, but I don't know what's happening now. Not to yeah. mention, hometowns are next week, so technically we're all going to then expose all those family members too. <laughs> well, not if, not if none of them have COVID, okay? Hopefully not. Goodness gracious. Yeah, so does Logan... Did, well, did Logan have COVID? Did he not? Did he break some sort of unspeakable thing on the show who knows but he's gone sorry guys i know everybody just loved him so very know, after much. all of that back and forth with him i know swapping gone. swapping teams taking all those roses from rachel <laughs> and all it's for all not. for all for all for nothing he doesn't even he doesn't even get any kind of closure or last last look or no no exit interview nothing no <laughs> goodness well that's interesting to think about who who knows what really happened we we probably will never know unless he writes some sort of expose being like i was kicked off the show because i had too many scrambled eggs at the buffet <laughs> <laughs> huh Let's talk about the episode, Christy. Where where are we? Uh, Amsterdam. I yes, think. yes, we're in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. We you just got there on just the best cruise ship of all time. I know. Such nice product placement. Uh huh. Yeah, they're all there. They, I don't know. They must have gotten some sort of sweet deal from from Virgin. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was even a Virgin commercial that aired during one of the commercial segments, so. Yeah, I just feel like people are going to be real disappointed going on those cruises from the perspective of it's the cruise line is sort of billed as this, like, it's an adults-only experience, and it's, like, it's very much, like, cruises after dark sort of sort of deal. <laughs> Not to say that they're like sex parties or anything. Well, I mean, I guess there could be, but I think people would be disappointed going on those cruises because I'm pretty sure most of those people going on those cruises are going to be sort of very average, fairly large American middle-aged like. Oh, it's not going to be as fancy as the ads. No, make it's it seem. no, it's it's not. It's not going. This cruise ship isn't going to be filled with with pinos and their abs. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but I digress. What do you, what do you what do you think about uh, these two bachelorettes and and their style their styles up to this point their their fashion choices? I mean, you're our, you are our uh, fashion analyst on this show. <laughs> I don't know. I think Gabby's fashion has been good. Rachel's is hit or miss. Ooh. Like sometimes it's like, oh, that's a good outfit. And other times I'm just like, this is not super flattering. I don't know. I mean, last night it looked like she was wearing like a sweatsuit or sweatpants when she was talking with Gabby at the beginning there. So. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you just gotta wear sweatpants when in Amsterdam. You know, it's a it's a very well known area of the world for uh, for marijuana. So maybe she just was like, "I'm gonna just, I'm gonna get some drugs. I'm gonna chillax. I don't need to be in an uncomfortable dress." 
Maybe that's why she didn't have any breakdowns this week. Oh, maybe. Maybe she got some of that that um, calming influence. <laughs> Perhaps. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So. We had, like, another pointless chat. I know. He, with, are you talking about when Jesse joins them? Well, yes. And right before that as well, seeing, like, oh, can't believe we're here. Hometowns are next week. They're just, they just serve as, like, exposition but also just pointless exposition. We know what's happening. Yeah. Even uh, the the whole conversation with Logan, may he rest in peace, and Johnny. Oh yeah, talking about Nate. Right, but it was it was one of them would say something that really had no impact, and then the other one would basically just repeat that back to them. Yeah, but I think for Like, Deuce, wow, this is a really tough week. You know what? This is a really tough week. <laughs> Producers make them do these chats, and I wish they would stop. They're so unnatural. They feel staged. We get no new information. Right. I, I, I personally, as, I don't want to assume, but I would, I would, I am going to assume that most people watching this show do have at least part of a brain right so it's like why do we need to why do we need to hear this we have there's so much other stuff going on so much stuff left on the left on the cutting room floor that would be more interesting to watch right also i'm gonna need jesse to bring more to the table then these are tough decisions (laughs) there's big decisions coming up a lot on the line some big dates this week look I don't think that you can expect much more. All right, there there isn't much for a host of The Bachelor to do. Okay, they so he don't. has to he has to wait until the men tell all and after the final rose to earn his paycheck. So then don't have him show up <laughs> to tell them these are tough decisions. <laughs> they know that already. But he he wants to get in the the hearts and minds and eyeballs of the of the viewers. People need to know about him. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> no, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that happens throughout the season. Of course, that's that's very much like that, where he just shows up and he's like, you know, you don't really add very much to this situation. <laughs> And I feel I feel a little horrible saying that because every human being has value, but <laughs> but sometimes it feels like he doesn't bring very much to the table, as you as you said. I did find it kind of funny how he shows up, and Gabby's like, "I'm not gonna get up." I know I loved that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I yeah. There there's a lot of nervousness. I mean, I guess understandably somewhat, but I also just in terms of hometowns and everything there's nervousness about that and worry about that i just continue to feel like gabby is in her head too much and selling herself short are you talking about the nate stuff yes but also also just in general because i and we might as well we might as well just talk about this so uh, we'll we'll see if these allegations get brought up in the in the men tell all uh, mm. later on. But what we talked about last week with the whole Nate dating multiple women at the same time uh, doesn't look like it's going to be an issue. Uh, ABC is like, whew, thank goodness, or maybe. But- Maybe, maybe ABC found out about this during filming and made her send him home. They wouldn't have done that. They would have been all about that. They were like, as long as it's not a racial thing, they would be all all over that drama, I'm sure. But yeah, there isn't really much to say here in terms of what happened besides just that she sent him home yeah like the one-on-one with Nate barely got started they started walking through the street and then she like marched him to a bench 
and started crying immediately and you could tell on his face he knew instantly like oh, yeah. oh this is over uh-huh which fun little anecdote apparently nate visited amsterdam during the pandemic oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i man i just is is so it never ceases to make me shake my head seeing situations like this because and we we've talked about this like introducing kids to this situation it's just too hard you know these people don't want to settle down they don't want to live a normal life they got a jet set and they got to take pictures of selfies in the sunset and they have to get instagram followers and all of that it's just so it's it's a different life but i always like if this is your reaction to sending him home maybe you should grow up a little bit and like make different choices with your life like i think she's probably torn though it's like she wants the instagram fame and everything but also knows nate well seemingly is a good guy (laughs) um so it's difficult but i just from the beginning i did not think nate was going to win the contestants with kids this is always the end result Mm -hmm. i don't want to take you away from your kid i'm not ready to be a parent kind of thing so i'm not surprised he went home i just didn't think it would be so swift I'm I'm also not surprised that he went home. It's just again, it, the these people live live different lives <laughs> than yeah. than we do. It's just, you know, if you really cared that much about him, maybe make make choices in your life. Choose choose to be the mother you didn't have. Choose choose to to make these choices and to live your life in a better way break the cycle but i also don't think she wanted to like meet the kid next week during hometowns and so he had to go now oh absolutely yeah no she she didn't want that extra guilt no that that would be too much you know right now it's just a a vague child (laughs) yeah it's not real yet no Mm -mm. So yeah, good goodbye. You know, I just like just bursts out crying. I have such deep feelings for you. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I also loved how as the suitcase got taken away, Logan says he was a good guy. Mm. Uh, Was he though? Was he also just the past tense? I found funny as well. I <laughs> know it's like he was a good guy, but now he's dead. <laughs> I mean, look, he's effect- he fa- effectively is. You know, I mean, sometimes, sometimes these people get together outside. Sometimes casts have good real life relationships. It seems, but do you think that's going to happen with this season? Um. I don't know. It's hard to get a read because this has felt very truncated and rushed the whole season. I feel like we don't really know these men super well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have men right before hometowns where we're like, you know, we really don't know much of anything about him. Yeah. It's like we got half the time with everyone and we normally would. Like, do we like? Did we really know much of anything about Spencer? No. Do we really know much about Johnny. Like somehow Johnny has a hometown though. Uh huh. Like. Yes, he does. Uh, though that's a spoiler. How dare you? Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's talk about Rachel and Zach's date here. Yeah, they go to the famous tulip field, which I have seen before on this show. Well, I'm pretty sure there are multiple tulip fields. 
I don't think that's the the famous tulip field. I think there are a bajillion. Oh, well, of them. it looked the same, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe may, maybe there is one that's more famous than the others. It's just Amsterdam grows a lot of a lot of tulips. They're very much known for it. I was kind of cracking up at them, like taking taking pictures with the polaroid camera and it's just he just like shows it and it's just such a bad i know a bad picture <laughs> unbelievably bad like the coloring was all weird i know i know that people sometimes you're like oh wow the nostalgia the romance oh wow oh, oh. but people do have smartphones for a reason yes <laughs> <laughs> oh man this was kind of uh all over the place a little bit it's kind of reminded me of uh whatever that date was on michelle's season where um and i don't even remember who it was but he was like oh this is my hometown but since we're in covid we can't actually really go there but so he like brought her to all the like the stands on the side of the road essentially with the different activities that's what that reminded me of except this was obviously in the in the place it was just very uh you know they're like oh wow we could taste some cheese oh hello hello clog lady let's try on some some clogs from amsterdam you know oh wow little children selling lemonade wow i mean i don't like i don't think lemonade's even a dutch thing no it's just it's just (laughs) another activity to do (laughs) they made out in front of a windmill Uh uh-huh because you gotta you gotta i mean amsterdam is famous for its windmills too so you got i mean you gotta make out everywhere all right that is what I've learned from this show is that mm-hmm. there no place is safe, no place is sacred. Everywhere must be made out in and in front of. And then randomly, there's a hot tub next to the tulip field. No way. There's a <laughs> Where'd that random come from? hot tub set up in the tulip field. I also thought it was funny cuz they they uh they have to do this a lot because they just like putting hot tubs in random places but because it is in the middle of nowhere they have to heat it by this like presumably wood-fired or like contraption like it's an actual stove that heats the water in the hot tub because they're just they're not going to like be able to run an extension cord out to it (laughs) so is that what that tall thing was Uh next to okay i was wondering how that how, how that worked I'm assu- I'm assuming that it also had one of those like I think there's probably a space heater component like you know you go to those restaurants and there's there they have like the heating yeah. pillars for the outside areas I I think it probably had a, an element of that but yeah it was also like yeah to, to actually heat the water because normal people don't put hot tubs there no it looked so out of place so yeah, they had to they had to go with a wood fired hot tub, which uh, this is also just incredibly gross. They were they were all over themselves each other, which I looked at very disapprovingly. Well, that's what you do in a hot tub, though. What <laughs> on this show, at least? I, I I'm I don't I'm not basically at a loss for words here. I don't think that normal people just make out in hot tubs no but these are not normal people is that like is that like the primary function of hot tubs is just to be made out in on the show it is i don't know i i guess maybe maybe that is a cultural and drink alcohol that i'm unaware of yeah i also just i have a problem with rachel i just she doesn't come off very well to me like just how she flirts is really weird to me (laughs) like this sort of kind of high-pitched falsetto-ish sort of like very breathy like what's going on 
It's weird. I don't know if that's something she does for the cameras or if that's how she would normally be in real life. I don't know, but it, would it regardless, it's really weird. I I was also just shaking shaking my head. I my like my head almost like my head almost fell off my shoulder this episode from the amount I was shaking it. Cuz Zach has the audacity to sit there with this woman and tell her that he still has butterflies. What is going like <laughs> Like am I just insane like Am I insane here? Okay, like, this season, I mean, how many weeks have they been filming at this point? Probably like a month or so. Oh, wow. He still has butterflies after a month. Wow. It's like, what? It's only a second date. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wow, Uh, I'm so glad the spark is still there for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what is going on? Like this, this is such an alternate reality. It just messes with my mind sometimes. Oh, oh man. So then at the dinner time portion, Rachel walks in wearing a red dress with, the biggest sleeves I've ever seen on a dress. There was enough material there to make another dress for her. Hey, it's called fashion. Yes. Is this what you were referring to when you said that Rachel's hit or miss? <laughs> well, the like the dress itself wasn't bad. It's just wow, the sleeves were enormous. I, there was an outfit later she had on I didn't really like though. <laughs> wow <laughs> unbelievable yes what did you what did you think about this evening portion i feel like there was a lot we didn't see or that was cut out because it didn't it didn't flow super well for me because like she asked about like his previous relationships and somehow that morphed into him talking about being 85 pounds he- heavier than he is now yeah it 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 wasn't super clear maybe maybe i just blinked and missed something but it didn't it, there was there seemed to be a lot of details missing because she asked him sort of what his relationship history was in terms of serious relationships and so he had a, he had had a uh, high school sweetheart sort of thing that ended and then he had another relationship that ended a year ago and so apparently apparently that like really messed with him a lot and so it, it seemed like to me that he was saying that that relationship ended a year ago and it kind of broke him and so he was like let me improve myself and he lost 85 pounds like in the past year yeah i wasn't sure when i was unclear as to when the weight loss happened but 85 pounds in a year would be a lot Mm -hmm. which is why like i I was like did i just misread the situation or like the context or they edit it weirdly that i just misunderstood am i stupid i don't know because (laughs) We've we've seen him shirtless, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We would have it with that weird date at the beginning of the season, right? And he didn't he didn't look not normal to me. I I just say I say that because like if you lose a a significant amount of weight in a short amount of time, like you don't always go back to like completely normal like you you might have excess skin and maybe maybe 85 pounds over an entire year isn't enough of an accelerated timeline but that still seems like uh, quite a bit of weight like that's kind of like half a person so i don't know i guess it's very possible that i just misunderstood the entire situation but uh because he kind of tied that together the the weight loss with 
going to therapy. Yes, which she got very excited mm-hmm. Yeah, about. look, everybody is on board with therapy this season. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everybody's like, yes, you're going to therapy? I'm going to therapy. Whoa, what yeah. a coincidence. She mentioned she went after Clayton's season, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah, doesn't really seem to have helped much, though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a hot take. That was perhaps too far. <laughs> well, she did say she's going to keep going after this season, so. Look, I, I'm, I am poking fun here, but at the, at the same time, uh, I, I, I think I've said this every season. I am, I am an advocate for therapy. It doesn't help everyone. You know, it's, uh, it's not necessarily a one size fits all, and you gotta find yourself a decent therapist. You gotta put in the work, but generally speaking, I am I am a fan. Even I have been in therapy, mm-hmm. if you can even believe it. I mean, that's why I'm so well adjusted. True. <laughs> I would be I would be making way meaner comments. If I hadn't been in therapy, (laughs) let me tell you. I don't know if you would you would have wanted to to be a co-host with a pre pre therapy Sampy. I guess I'll never know what that was like. No, and we can thank God for that. So Zach also says that he's falling in love with her. I mean, I think we've been over this before, but you kind of got to say that at this point if you yes. want to make it to hometown. <laughs> yep, that earns him the rose. And mm-hmm. a string quartet, which they make out in front of awkwardly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, this is this has been the season for, like, kissing and dancing in the street. That's just... But this was way fancier because they were kissing and dancing in the street to a string quartet because i guess there wasn't some poor musical artist they could rope into doing it since they were in amsterdam i guess not they're like production was like it's gonna be it's, it's way too hard to find somebody let's just hire a random string quartet yep it, same effect uh-huh man they're just so in love it's so nice so at this point, Gabby enters the guy's suite. Look, she's she's broken up. Yeah, still upset about Nate. And so everyone is like, oh, we're there for you. And she gives them all hugs and leaves. <laughs> she just needed some support, okay? Is that so bad? Oh, is that so wrong? She wasn't getting much from Jesse, so. <laughs> and I then, don't... oh, go ahead. I was just going to say. I don't think Jesse's in therapy. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, please continue. Well, speaking of Jesse, then we had this, another ad to apply for The Bachelor, and he said, don't you think it's time to get rid of some dead weight? Ditch your boyfriend and apply on (laughs) abc.com. Wow. That's a little rude. Just a little. So now it's time for Gabby's group date. Mm-hmm. Though she was, I mean, she was still pretty upset that next morning before the group date, though. Like, she was just emotionally destroyed by sending Nate home. Well, I she gets a little bit of a pickup, though. I was just going to say... This this date was oh, Lord, right up her alley, it appears. So we meet this, like, lady. I don't even know what to call her. Well, it seems like... And I hate that I know this. <laughs> but you could probably call her a, dominat- a dominatrix. That makes sense. Uh... She's there to whip them into shape. Yeah, it was like some sort of weird like sex club or like BDSM sexual yeah. 
stuff, yeah. Because she was, she was in a, like this latex suit. And she had a whip. Yeah. An actual just, whip. Yeah, they came in and she's just like strutting around, smashing the whip around, <laughs> like snapping the whip. Oh, boy. So, so they had some activities planned. Uh, she asked them to figure out their safe word. Johnny says pumpkin. Spencer says Albuquerque. I had to wonder, was he like a Breaking Bad fan or something? I think it's just, I mean, I guess he could be, but it's also uh, with safe words. You know, you want to choose something that you wouldn't say normally in sex. So people, I I would assume most people don't don't spend a lot of time during sex talking about Albuquerque. Well, I feel like Johnny's pumpkin word then wasn't the best choice. You think people talk about pumpkins? No, but it's more of a common <laughs> word. I mean, Logan said asbestos. <laughs> oh, wow, that Logan. So funny. I wonder if he'll go far. <laughs> so then they just got asked random questions uh, like, Jason, do you enjoy giving? And then it was bleeped out. Yeah, this, see, that's, that's the part of the thing that just... Uh, it doesn't infuriate me but it just like it's just annoying because it's like you you go out and we've had I don't, I don't know if we've had a date that that's gone quite this far before but you have dates with sort of similar kind of vibe and it's like why are you why are you having this date when you're just gonna go ahead and you're gonna bleep out half of what gets said anyways because the audience knows what's being bleeped I don't. I'm super innocent. No, you know exactly what he said. Ah, uh, ex- or what was said. No, not a lot of the time. It's just annoying because it's like, why, yeah, why, why do it at all? Why do it at all if you can't? If you're not allowed to show half of it on primetime TV, and it's just like beep, 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 and all these mouth blurs, so you can't read their lips. Yeah, Johnny got asked, "Have you slept with more than ten women?" He just kind of stammered, and then she's like, well, was it 20, no, 30? kept raising that. How yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, a lot of just, like, really weird, 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 invasive sexual questions. And there's just, I don't know, it's just weird. This whole date was weird. I mean, they yeah. had, they, like, she, had, like, sat down in a chair, and they had to, like, tickle her with a feather or something. <laughs> but like, Spencer was doing it, like, 20 feet away and couldn't reach her. <laughs> so weird and then they all had to lay down on the floor blindfolded like next to each other in a circle Ugh. like spokes in a wheel Ugh. and then gabby like put whipped cream on them and started whipping yeah, them it was like a combination of whipped cream nipples <laughs> and like whips and paddles it was so uncomfortable and inappropriate for tv inappropriate for life <laughs> Well, that's up to each person, I suppose. But wow, it just what an awkward thing to do as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I've just, I've just always wanted to get a group of random guys together, and all of us date one woman, and then all of us get whipped together. <laughs> Well, whipped cream is being sprayed on our nipples. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it's a good thing the night portion got canceled because that was enough for the day. Uh, as as many people before have said, it was just too much. It was. Uh, but, so, yeah. but unfortunately, evening portion gets canceled because Logan allegedly has COVID. Dun dun dun. Yeah, I d- I needed a breather after that. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I needed, I needed to cleanse my palate. Well, next was Rachel's group date, mm-hmm. which was, I guess, mainly a weightlifting with cheese uh, competition. Me, excuse me, this date. This date was not that merely. It was it was a cheese festival date. 
in the cheese capital of the world. Now, I don't know if that's actually true. I said that it was the cheese capital of the world, allegedly. In a little town, it's not, they weren't actually in Amsterdam, they were in a, in a place near Amsterdam. Uh, was it Aden? Is the town I, something I like that? I did not catch the name. Um, but you're right. A lot of it was weightlifting. Yeah, it was like old-fashioned weightlifting. With like, I don't know, like if you were trying to balance things on a scale, they like put a huge block of cheese on each side, and then they had to lift it across their shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand up and hold it. I actually found this entertaining. This reminded me of like a survivor challenge, especially at the end when Ethan and Tina were like the final two left and they were like, well, I'll drop if you drop. That's like a thing you hear mm-hmm. <laughs> in Survivor or Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, uh, so. But yeah, Tino ended up winning. That Tino part. did win. Uh, Tyler failed first. Yes. Man, uh, it's such a ridiculous challenge, though. Yeah, because <laughs> they start they started off with with a block of with a block of cheese on each side, and then they went up to two blocks of cheese on each side, and then for the finale, they went with four blocks of cheese per side. Riveting. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I was, I, I, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil more here, but I'm disappointed at Ethan's fate because I, I was, uh, I was just laughing when he was in his ITM talking about how he was, he's like, ah, yeah, I'm lactose intolerant, so like, Later is probably not going to be very fun for me, but Rachel loves cheese. Therefore, I love cheese. <laughs> See, I thought they were going to be eating it when he mentioned that, but then it turned out to be weightlifting. Well, I think they did eat cheese for a portion of it. It's just that the main the main portion was the weightlifting. Uh, Ethan did get a nice moment when he so he took second in that weightlifting competition by just a fraction of a second and so in order to get some attention he collapsed on the ground so that he could be tended for by the fair maiden (laughs) yeah that's always a guarantee to get you some time yeah i mean tyler essentially did the same thing sort of that wounded puppy like oh i hurt my hands oh that's right yeah he could (laughs) rachel my shoulders hurt. <laughs> oh, look at my band-aids. You know, uh, he seems like it worked for him. So, so that's, that's good. Yeah, Tino's very confident coming out of this. He's the freaking cheese king. The cheese king of the Netherlands. <laughs> So then at the night portion, Rachel chats with Avon and Tyler and Ethan and Yeah, she's she's gotta she gotta get her her closure, right? She's gotta solidify her decision here. Yeah, but I mean everyone's like ready for her to meet their parents and Well I mean yeah, every it's do or die. Everyone has to make their their best possible pitch to Rachel Mm -hmm. justifying that they have the uh, the most amazing connection and that they should be <laughs> at home towns. Yep. And she also chats with Tino and he says he hasn't had a doubt in weeks, so he thinks he has this in the bag. He's got it wrapped up. Yeah, I believe what he was saying was he 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 would have brought her home to meet his family a couple weeks ago. Mhm. Yeah. But Rachel throws him a curveball and gives it throws to Tyler. Mm-hmm. And boy, does this not go over well with Tino. Right. It was very much 
Bo- both Tino and I had shocked Pikachu face here. Uh, I did not see this coming, okay? I feel like both of us... Well, I mean, okay, I say both of us. I'm going to I'm gonna take a moment to say mean and terrible things to Christy because she knows she knows what's happening. She she sees into the future with all of her spoilers and then she sits there all high and mighty watching this show as I have no idea what's going on. I'm stressing out. <laughs> I'm stressing out and she's like, "This is the point where I can no longer comment on whether or not I think somebody's going to make it because I already know I didn't know who was going to get the group date rose, but I didn't think it was going to be Tino just based on the editing of how sure he was about it. No, I know. You just know who survives. Yes, I knew who made it to hometowns. See, I think that most people watching, maybe not, but I think that most people would have thought that Tyler or Ethan would be the one going home here. Yeah, just based on who's gotten screen t- screen time. Right. Now, I thought Tyler was going to be going home because I like Ethan better. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, but as we know, this franchise has some racial issues. And uh, I I was actually looking up a little bit. I, I'm pretty sure that a a like fully asian person has never gotten a one-on-one i think that's like we've gotten a lot of like the the franchise mm. loves mixed people like they yeah. loves mixed race of any kind but if you're full anything no 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 can do yeah, I don't remember one, just thinking off the top of my head. Like, I know Dr. Joe was on Tasha season, but I don't think he got a one-on-one. Mm, nope. Uh, but yeah, so I, I was just upset. I was as upset as Tino here that Tyler <laughs> got the group rose. No, that's not that's not true. He was very, he was very upset. Honestly, <laughs> it seemed like, and I'd like your opinion on this, he was almost veering into villain territory. Yes, he was. Like I was I was surprised by this turn. Like he got up and left the guys like after Rachel left. Just kind of stormed off. Then we see him talking to a producer and he's like, "Yeah, I hit all the points today as in like I, as if what, he's yeah. in, as if he's entitled to the rose after saying certain things to her." Like that's not how that works. Yeah, you don't you don't automatically win the season because you're cheese king. I mean, come on. Yeah, or because you told her, "Oh, like I have no doubts." Right. Like everybody's going to say that. Yeah, it's like he doesn't realize all the other guys are also throwing all this at the <laughs> wall as well. Oh man, it's so it's just bizarre. Like he just went off the rails i know and he's like second guessing everything what if she doesn't like me as much as i like her this is just it's just it's just a huge it's shaking me to my very core and what is so dramatic with you i did (laughs) and i i I apologize in advance this is pretty extreme language for this show but when all that was going down one of the guys called him (laughs) said said he was being a baby back bitch (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which, uh, just call back to the baby back ribs commercial, I guess, but oh. it's like, it's such a weird, weird insult. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. where is that? Co- like, I mean, cr- points for cre- creativity. I was, I was laughing at that. Um, yeah, he, he could be, he could be a villain going forward. Yeah, that was quite the turn for him. Mm-hmm. And then at this point, we see another pointless conversation with Jesse and Gabby talking about how Spoiler she alert, needs guys. more time. Yeah, she needs more time. She doesn't know what to do. She has hard decisions coming up. She has up. hard decisions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, th- this next sequence, too, is just so sad to me because 
you had Ethan and Tino having a conversation on the outside deck of this beautiful cruise ship. And I'm just sitting there watching this, and it's, it's like, Tino, you absolute giant butthole. You're really going to sit there in the position you're in. The front runner. As the front runner, whining and complaining about how everything is so hard for you, and essentially, like, make it so that the guy who's going home is having to, like, bring you back to reality. I know, comfort and you. comfort you. Like, that didn't sit right with me either. Right, it's just, because... Like, he had to tell him, like, oh, that was pretty disrespectful. Like, him just walking <laughs> off like that. And Tino's like, well, yeah, I feel bad. I should have been there for you guys. Uh-huh. Cause, and, I'm like, I was sitting there watching it, like, angry about it. Because, like, at that point... We know, we know Ethan's going home. Like, it was either Tyler or Ethan. Yeah, and Tyler has the rose, so. Man. Yeah, he said he feels blindsided he didn't get the rose. Like, what? (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the Bachelorette, dude. I mean, you're not entitled to anything. No, you can't. That's the one thing you can't be is entitled on this show. (sighs) Wonder what if Rachel would have made a different decision if she'd been able to see all that footage of him acting like that. I don't know. I mean, we, we may, we may still have more villain behavior in store. Perhaps. I guess we'll see. We, we shall see. So we're going to have a little bit of a weird hometown, right? Because of the departure of people and all that nonsense. Yeah, Gabby only has three people because I guess well, she didn't want to bring Spencer. Yeah, she well, she only she she has she, she has four men left, and she doesn't like all of them. No, <laughs> so we had to ditch Spencer. So yeah, our hometowns are going to be Eric, Jason, and Johnny. Can you imagine that? That's that must like. Again, assuming the COVID thing is is true, what a what a bummer, because he would have been in hometowns, which that makes zero sense considering she hasn't even had a date with him. No, and this maybe, whole season is just structured weird. Yeah, it's it it doesn't make any sense, narratively, emotionally. <laughs> yeah, I don't even feel like Johnny should have had a hometown. But I guess you have to have enough people. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, and maybe, look, we, we've we been complaining this entire season. And maybe it's just that, that there's just, there really is a, a huge amount of stuff that happened that we have no idea about. You know, that, that this season really has been incredibly cherry-picked because of dual leads and and everything else going on i mean it's it's possible maybe he really maybe johnny really does deserve hometowns but we don't really know that which is why i'm really excited to have a single lead again in the future yeah i don't really think they should repeat this concept again (laughs) it's like look you, you you went out you went out you tried something new like i mean it's it's you. interesting but without increasing the number of episodes it doesn't make sense it's interesting if it is executed well yeah i feel like joe millionaire did this concept a lot better it was a lot more seamless but oh know. well we got what we got and we just got to deal with it Ah, uh, this rose ceremony was also weird. And I'm sh- I'm sure that, you know, it's in large part because of the disparity in people and, you know, all this stuff. But just the back and forth between them giving out roses was weird. And then 
Jesse didn't come out because normally, right, they both have one rose left and he comes out and he's like, men, ladies, this is the final rose. Good luck. If you don't get a rose, it means you leave. Duh. Okay. But he like, Rachel only had Tina left and Gabby had given out all of her roses by the time he came out this time. It was very irregular. Yeah, I wonder if they cut him coming out seeing it for Gabby's, but yeah, it was strange. Mm, yeah. And of course, like <laughs> of course, and I'm sure I'm sure too that the producers had had a say in this, but they they had to leave Tino to the last rose for Rachel to just screw with him the maximum amount. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's the only option Uh uh-huh yeah you really you really got to make it make him sit in that insecurity and sweat sweat it out for another another bit (laughs) oh yeah yeah i'm disappointed in tino yeah i didn't see that coming from him it was really out of left field and unnecessary quite quite the turn the turn of events Oh, very sad. Well, is the end tag worth talking about? Oh, they, not really. I mean, Rachel struggled to get on her bike. Rachel almost did a bunch of damage to a tulip field by being an idiot. Uh. Well, she just wasn't tall enough to reach the pedal. Mm, I don't know. Well, let's let's talk about kisses. We have twenty six. Wow! So they're busy. Pretty consistent week after week. Yeah, they they stay they stay pretty busy. They really do. Uh, I keep I keep thinking that uh, we'll we'll increase, but I feel like this is sort of the about the ceiling. I mean there's a little bit more room but in general i think this is kind of kind of the ceiling i just don't think they have time to show that many more kisses <laughs> i know it's already a good portion of the show as it is so yeah yeah it's i mean you, we already see them making out most of the time they don't have they don't have any more time for more kisses no. otherwise it would just be kisses the entire time Mm-hmm. well christy it's that time in the show. How can people get in contact with us? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. And find us on YouTube. Smash that like button. Write those reviews. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I won't be that aggressive about it. It always makes me feel a little bit weird when content creators are talking so aggressively about smashing and hitting. I know. And <laughs> it's like, geez, uh, don't you're scaring me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Christy, as we wrap up here, I wanted to ask you who you think wins but we all know that would be unfair to do so i just wanted to say here uh do you think that rachel is going to continue to build on this seeming newfound emotional stability going forward hmm. i don't know hometowns are a bit of a wild card in terms of emotions, if we look at the previews, there was one where she said, "I was lucky to get out of there alive" or something. So oh, <laughs> I don't know which one, oh, which boy. guy that'll be. That's a little terrifying. Yeah, I am. I'm on the fence as as well. As we all know, there are some difficult decisions coming up, <laughs> but also at some level, it seems like. 
we sort of swap back and forth in terms of emotional instability. It's like, okay, this episode is Gabby's episode for breakdowns. And then the episode after that is Rachel's episode for breakdowns. So I guess I'm a bit skeptical, but she was just she was so just so well grounded this episode that I had to I had to ask. Yeah, I also think it's interesting they now have an uneven number of guys after all the work they did in that <laughs> other rose ceremony to even it up. I know. So if Gabby eliminates another person next week, she'll be down to two after mm-hmm. home downs, which is unusual. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, everything everything was for nothing and i i mean i could have told you that that was going to be the case which is why i was so confused why they put so much work into doing that in the first place especially especially since if they had just let everything run its course we would have been perfectly fine right because it's it's and like this is totally disregarding the fact that Gabby probably didn't give a a single crap for the guys that that rejected Rachel, but still, like it was, it would have been on the right side, is what I'm saying. Yeah. If she had had the opportunity to take one or two of those guys, uh, the the shenanigans just weren't worth it. Nope. No, and this is this this may be a little bit of a weird season ending here with all all the odd numbers i mean are we we could we could end up with with our engagement out of hometowns at this rate i mean (laughs) i don't know how they're gonna fit seven hometowns into next week's episode i i don't i don't either it's it's gonna be real quick we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a lot of pausing (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, wait, who, who, who is this happening to? They just keep cutting back and forth. Uh, chaos. Chaos is what I am predicting for the rest of this season. I mean, we have, it's, it's so weird to think. The, it seems like we have more episodes left than we have time lines for, if that makes sense. Like we've cut down so, and I I know right. You have a hometowns episode, and you have a fantasy suite episode, and you have a. So I guess we're gonna end at ten this season, right? Um, I don't, I don't know if they've announced all of that yet. I know they've announced when the mental all is, which I think was like the twenty ninth or something. Yeah, it so. just seems it just seems like. In a lot of ways, a whole lot of nothing has happened this season, and so it kind of it kind of feels like wait, wait. So we're basically, and I know we're not at the end because we have like a month's worth of episodes left, but from a relationship timeline sort of thing, like it's it basically is like we're in the semifinals. It feels (laughs) their relationships feel very unearned, unearned. Yeah, I agree with that. It's it's like. It feels like to me that we need we need another like three episodes before hometowns. Like in a lo- in a lot of ways, I still feel like with these with these guys, I still feel like I'm back in like the second episode, second or third episode. You know, I I do know their name, like I know their names, so in that case, it's not the same, but like. In terms of really knowing these guys and having an idea of what they're about, I I feel like I I'm much more in the in the dark than than usual. Yeah. And and I don't I don't like that because I don't care as much. And I want to be I want to be invested and I want to care about these storylines, but it's very hard when you don't know anything about them and it's like oh i'm like i'm so in love with you rachel and rachel's like oh our connection is so deep and wonderful and it's like so where did that happen (laughs) 
Yeah, it happened. We just didn't see it, which is frustrating. Right. It is frustrating. So, ABC, please, please learn from this season. Please do not do dual leads unless you're prepared to, you know, have some additional episodes to to fill things out. Cause, Agreed. Because uh, this, this season has struggled, in my opinion. And I don't think that it had to. I don't think that it had to. 